The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network and ChicagoBears.com. Download the Chicago Bears official mobile app for up-to-the-minute Bears content every day. And now, welcome to Bears All Access, your all-access pass into Chicago Bears football. Bears All Access is brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, Miller Lite, and Hulu. Good to be with you once again, everybody. We start our 2019 training camp version of Bears All Access here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, Jeff Joniak, along with my broadcast partner, Tom Thayer from News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM WBBM. And our special guest to kick off training camp, quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Thanks for having me. Big smile on the face. Uh, uh, took care of took care of some of your media responsibilities today. Uh, Typical line of questioning, you know, for the start of training camp, a lot of it about expectations, your goals, your progress in the greater scheme uh, of of the entire team. And uh, as is the case, every time we talk to you, you always have a genuine thrill about being with your with your guys. And uh, this team is as tight as they come. It is. It is. It's uh, it's a privilege to be a part of this team, especially the special guys we got. And it makes coming to work today every, every really fun. So um, a lot of people think training camp is, is hard work and it's tough. It, it is. It, it has to be. That's what it's supposed to be. But for us, it's a lot of fun. Just another opportunity to be around each other every single day, have a lot of fun, uh, make some memories and, and get better as a team. You know, I was reading a quote from Ryan Pace, and he says that you've made incremental improvement, and he says steady incremental improvement as long as he keeps up that pace. Do you have the patience for that, or are you a guy that wants to make, and it's just the word incremental improvement, do you want to make faster improvement than just that statement by Ryan Pace? For sure. Um, I think that's kind of our theme, and, and Ryan told me that a, a while ago. He, we, we, we spoke about this, and I can agree more because um, I, I think that's that, that's not how everybody wants it, but sometimes that's that's how it needs to be. And everybody wants big years, um, statistical wise. But I think we had a big year last year as a team. I, I, I didn't I didn't individually have the best season, but we had a pretty successful season as a team. And for me, I just need to keep getting uh, better, keep improving my game, and and that steady uh, incremental progress is, is definitely a key to that. So it's all about um, it's all about consistency and, and longevity, and how can you get better every single day throughout training camp and, and the grueling heat, um, going through practice? Are you getting better in meetings? Um, are you taking care of your body? Are you stronger the next day than you were the day before? Was, was that adaptive thinking for you, though, as an athlete? Have you always been that way, or had you been an impatient person, regardless of what stage of football you were in or whatever sport you played? Yeah, I think oh, um, over the years I, I've kind of – grown to like that kind of mindset because I mean as a society and as a young kid for me like I I just wanted to be the best right away and you don't really understand what it takes uh, as a kid but for me um, sitting um, behind uh, a quarterback in at North Carolina taught me patience Uh, not getting what you want right away taught me patience Um, and then not having success right away in the NFL taught me patience and but how how you're able to overcome that and 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 see inc- incremental progress even when you're going through failures I think that's what separates you in the long run and then um, when you keep when when you just uh, play the game with a certain type of con- consistency I think uh, that's when you have long term success so 
it's 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 definitely you have to wrap your mind around that mindset and you have to buy into it and i think you, if you get other guys to buy into it i think that's how you're a better team is just who's going to be more consistent every day in the long run and i think those teams win the most games in general and and the most consistent quarterbacks definitely have, have better play across the board you you see guys have up and down years but the guys who just steadily get better and better and better and those guys are normally uh viewed at some some of the best who's play the game and that's what we're all trying to do just uh, be the best we possibly be can be and, and you play the game to, to be the best at it you know when you talk about up and down years a lot of times that has to do with change this is going to be the first year in a long time in your quarterback life you don't have change you're within the same system you're within the same terminology you have a lot of the personnel groupings that will be the same how much more how much does knowledge help you be a better quarterback it's, I mean, knowledge is, is the name of the game. Knowledge is power. It helps you when you go onto the field. You're not thinking about what you have to do. You already know what you have to do. Um, you're not thinking about what is the defense going to show me here. You kind of can anticipate. You're anticipating what they're doing instead of reacting. So you're a step ahead of, instead of a step behind um, when, it, when it comes to just reacting. And uh, just being in the same offense and knowing my guys like inside and out, having those um, really deep relationships with them and then knowing this offense. And um, you want to get to the point where you can master an offense and, and know it how Coach Nagy does and, and see the game and, and all the plays through his eyes. Um, but that, that, that's going to take a, a lot more studying and a lot more days and but I think it definitely gives us an advantage this year um just as an offense that everybody knows exactly what to do we just gotta um dive in even more to the details um get better at every single play and execute it when we get there on the field and I think that's how you you see even more progress and even more success Mitch Trubisky our guest here on Bears All Access brought to you by IGS Energy with Paul Zeranger Engineer and Greg Miller helping us out here at training camp in Bourbon A as our producer with Tom Thayer, I'm Jeff Joniak. What are you reading these days? Because um, last year you had a great book yeah. and it kind of set the platform for the year. What are you reading now? Yeah, I'm actually reading a book called Legacy. And um, it's a book about the New Zealand All Blacks, the rugby team, uh, probably the most successful um, sports team in all of sports just because of their win percentage, how many championships they've won, the type of players that came through there. And I got the book from uh, Ryan Pace. Yeah, he brought it up um, the other day on Sunday yeah, Indicator. So yeah. he, he always has like a book um, – like as like a theme for each year and last year we had our book and this year it, this is kind of our book and whatever I'm reading before that I kind of put to the side and and read what he gives me um and, and it's a great book it has a bunch of great themes and lessons that could help you in sports and business and definitely applies a lot to our team and um I think it's going to help just our overall mindset and I think one of those things and it, it comes up in the book is that steady incremental progress and Everybody wants to be the flashy team, the, the, the highest statistical. But are you winning uh, consistently? Are you doing the right things in your building, at training camp, at practice, in the locker room on the daily basis that's going to separate your culture and put you in the best position to win games uh, on a regular basis? So there's a lot of good stuff in the book, and, and I like it, and I'm still going through it. But, yeah, it's kind of like one of our themes for this year. And it, it really dives into to their culture and how you get uh, guys to buy into the culture. And I think we've just built like a really special culture here with with Ryan um, Pace and all the guys he's brought in and bring Coach Nagy in and the type of players that he wants in his system and in his organization. 
and them two working together have just brought in the right guys. They've gotten everybody to buy into it, and I think that's really what was a big part of our turnaround from last year and is going to help us build off of um, last year going into this year. And I think that's a great way how you deal with expectations, pressure, um, all that stuff on the outside. that Complacency. Yeah, exa- complacency, exactly. All those things on the outside that everyone else is worried about, uh, I think we're just worried about taking care of each other. If you take care of the people in your building, you do the little things on a daily basis, I think the, the culture um, produces the results you want remember, by itself. Remember Phil Jackson used to give out books? Right. To all the, you know, he handpicked a particular book that might motivate even Michael Jordan, of all people, and uh, it seemed to have a great effect. That right. We're looking forward to the books. But, yeah, individually, when you only have 12 different players on a team, it's a lot easier to hand out different subject matter for the way it's going to help a person grow. When you read this book, Legacy, and you hear, understand the sport that they're playing, is it relatable to offense, defense, special teams? Because, you know, when, when you have a rugby team, you have Australian rules football, it's kind of a game that moves up and down the field, everybody together. Here, there's the offense portion, defense portion, and the special teams contributions. Is, is the book relatable in those terms to you guys? It's, I would say... It's relatable not because of the X's and O's, but because of everything else. Obviously, they're two totally different games, but I just think the themes uh, are relatable and they apply to what we're trying to do in sports and also in business. It's more about leadership, um, culture building, and how to get guys bought in. Um, Rugby is obviously a totally different game. I don't even know exactly how the game works. You ever seen one or the line? ins and out? I mean, I've watched like yeah. clips and stuff and highlights, but I don't know the scoring system and all that happens. Um, but there are lessons that go on throughout this book that definitely apply to football, and it's definitely not about X's and O's. I don't, I don't think I'm halfway through the book. They haven't mentioned an X or O at one time, and I think that I think that in itself is a lesson. It's not about the plays we draw up in in the meeting rooms. It's not about um, how how great a play is or. It's about the people and who's running this play and how bought in are they together and do they have each other's backs and are they willing to do whatever it takes on every single play to help you be successful. And I think that goes back to the culture instead of X's and O's. And obviously I think we have an advantage of X's and O's because we have Coach Nagy and his brilliance and what he brings to the table. But I love the fact that they, him and Pace both embrace the culture side of it and how people and people, people and players and coaches, they, they win games. They make the plays. The, the, you can't just draw up something and, and make it work. The players got to make it work. All right, let's take our first break here on Bears All Access from Bourbon A with Mitch Trubisky, Jeff Joniak, and Tom Thayer on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Welcome back to Bears All Access, brought to you by IGS Energy, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears, providing electricity, natural gas, and home warranty products to over 1 million customers across the country. Learn more about IGS Energy at IGS.com. Our conversation, kind enough to join us on the opening of training camp, Mitch Trubisky. You've been here since um, Monday, I assume, uh, yep. quarterback school and the rookies. Um, you mentioned about teaching other players how things are done here, both X's and O's or where you want guys on the offense and so forth. But again, that culture that is going to be a huge theme this year. Um, is it easier now for you 
in your position now to be that guy also. Hey, you guys can come to me with questions. I have answers. Yeah, definitely. I think just my knowledge of the offense and, and the respect I've earned from my teammates over the last couple of years and all the work I put in and, and just the respect I have from them, they – especially the young guys are able to come with me for question, with questions like, what do you want on this play? How do you want me to run this route? Um, what do you want to do with protection on these, on these plays? And, and I do have the answers, um, and I know what coach wants. And so I'm able to relay that and make sure everyone's on the same page. And I think that's what good quarterbacks across this league do. They're, they're able to um, be the, an extension of the coach, per se, and, and, and are a teacher. Uh, at the same time, so I'm helping these young guys um, pick up the offense, helping the new guys um, get in it, and whatever Coach Nagy wants, we have that constant communication, and um, I'm relaying to the other guys uh, what exactly I want on the field, and we're making it happen, and I think that's helped us a lot from year one to year two, just knowing the offense and knowing um, what what we want to get out of it every single play. I was reading another article. It said, at the end of minicamp, a thorough grasp of the plays now becoming more detailed with each one. That's kind of almost what you're saying is that last year you can go out and you can call the play in the huddle and you can run the play, but now you have to know. Now you know how everybody's job fits exactly to every single play when you talk about the details of the offense. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's just an advantage for us because instead of me just hanging on the first or second option in the play, I could either um, get to the third, fourth option or fifth option within the play or change it or make an ex- adjustment really quickly to where I know, okay, this is what I'm anticipating from the defense. This is what I think is going to work. I'm going to get to this right away a lot faster so we're having more success as offense. And that's just through knowledge, knowing the ins and outs, knowing where all the pieces fit uh, against the defense, that what we're anticipating that they're going to bring on that play. So when you talk about the details, will you run the ball less or can you become more threatening when you know when and how to run the ball as a quarterback? You keeping in the ball. Oh, me running yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the runs last year were just me deciding I had to pull it down. We really didn't have a lot of quarterback-designed runs. Uh, I think you may see some this year just to keep the defense honest. And um, for me, it's just keeping that aggressive mindset that it did help our team a lot last year, me being able to run they in the run great. game. great, um, those runs. I appreciate it. <laughs> they were great. Uh, and I think it, it opened a lot of things up for us. And obviously kept us on the field, uh, especially after third downs. But I think um, that's part of my game that I used um, where I could still make improvements at other parts of my games to where I don't have to use that. Just getting to the third or fourth guy. So instead of me running it, I'm getting the ball to the fourth or fifth option to play and letting them run with it in open space. Um, So we just got a lot of playmakers, and it's my job to get them the ball. But that's something to where uh, I just got to stay healthy. I got to be smart running the ball. And it's it's always going to be an in-the-moment kind of decision because sometimes I'm just pulling it down and, and trying to make a play because uh, the defense, they're, they, they get paid to do what they do too. And, and sometimes they, they have a better call than us. And uh, sometimes you just got to out-athleticize them on the field. Run DMC. Are you excited about this group oh, yeah. and all the different things they can do on the field? Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about it. Um, I'm really excited about our running backs. Tariq, obviously, coming back. Um, Mike Davis and David Montgomery. And I can't wait to see these guys with pads on. I think David has told me every day since we got out here, we're still in uh, helmets and, and shorts. He's like, I can't wait to get the pads on. And, and we really can't wait to see it. Um, but we, we got to take care of our, our guys throughout camps. You don't want a lot of mileage and hits on your running backs. You want to get them into the season uh, so that they're able to help us carry the load there. 
And uh, these three, these three guys, Tariq, Mike, and, and David, they can do it all. And they, they all are kind of similar, but within their games, they're also very different. So um, I, I think the thing that helps us that them being similar, they can all do, they can all do everything, which the defense won't be able to key off. Okay. This back is in the game. They're going to have this certain type of play. I don't think they'll be able to key off things like that. They'll whatever running backs in the game, the defense will never know what we're doing. And I think just the element of surprise will help us alone. And then obviously just getting the ball in their hands and letting letting them do what they do best uh, with our fig, five big guys up front leading the way. And really uh, everything ultimately starts with those guys up front, uh, the five guys who don't get enough credit for what they do. Um, but these running backs are definitely going to run wild and, and are going to help us big time in the pass game as well. I'll let the big guy handle the offensive line. Then. The five <coughs> big, I mean, um, I, I think it's one of the strengths uh, of the team. Oh, I, you know, these guys have played together. I think it's going to be an incredible strength because you're really solid at the offensive tackle position. Cody Whitehair is going to be more bigger, stronger, more dominant because I hear some of what he's been able to do in the weight room because you, you, you kind of control your body differently as a center than Cody has the ability to as a guard or any other position you can play. In what sense, though, for the average person? Um, you, you're, there's different bendabilities. There's different responsibility at center. You have, there's a different explosiveness after the snap of the ball before a center can explode into a defensive lineman. And I think when you take some of those restrictions away from Cody, he can be as dominant at the point of attack as anybody. But I said it to you the other day. I feel that with an offseason that Kyle Long had – he could be the best interior offensive lineman in the NFL. And Cody's not far behind. So I just think it's it's a great matchup, you know, for the Bears, power game, passing game, protection, everything that goes along with their responsibilities. And it's nice to see that Mitch recognizes them. But, you know, when you talk about the early portions of the season, the this offense's ability to score a lot of points, I think that can be the most beneficial, helpful thing to the defense because – whether you want to believe it or not, there's going to be a period of an adjustment with Coach Pagano, the way he gets to understand his talent and the way he understands how to put his playmakers in the best position possible. If the offense can score earlier in the game with more frequency, it's going to allow the defense to be a little bit more aggressive and help you guys to be aggressive in the latter part of the game. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Common sense would say the team who scores more points uh, wins the game. And uh, I think if you score more points, that definitely helps our defense out and takes pressure off of them. I I think a lot of the time last year, they took the pressure off of us. Right. Well, that's what what I was saying is now you can take the pressure off them. Absolutely. I mean, great teams. I mean, we want to win 40 to nothing. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. Score a lot of points and hold them to nothing. And whether there's an adjustment period or not, uh, I think they're I mean, there there might be with a new head coach and I mean, uh, defense coordinator and stuff, but they're still a super talented defense, the best defense across the board, and they're all bought into this defense. So I wouldn't be surprised if if they just hit the ground rolling and are great from the jump. But I mean, it's we definitely have to do our thing on offense. There's no question about that. We want to come out, score, and just be a complete team. Uh, from top to bottom, offense, special teams, and defense, score a lot of points, and 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 be able to just um, make sure we're taking a knee in the fourth quarter, and we we don't want it to be close. But obviously, you just gotta feel out every single game. And, and but the name of the game is scoring points. We're in this as an offense to score every time we get the ball, to stay on the field, take pressure off our defense, and when they get on the field, they have to do their, do their job. But for our job as an offense, it is to to score a lot of points. Definitely, we have to go to a break here, but. 
real quick, give me 30 seconds. You thrive on tempo as a quarterback. Yeah, definitely. I think tempo and rhythm are it's pretty much everything when it when it comes to quarterback play. If you're in a rhythm on a drive, the tempo of getting in and out of the huddle, um, that's something I talked about a, a little bit ago in my press conference, just like the little things. Um, like getting out of the huddle quickly, getting to the line of scrimmage so you're able to make adjustments, communicate with your guys, get everyone in the right spot, get everybody on the same page so that the play you're running is going to be successful. So I think that's a point of emphasis for us and just keeping that tempo, keeping the defense on their heels, never know when we're going to hit them um, and, and hit them often and just keep them off balance. And, uh, and and then tempo, you can also bring that to, to quarterback play. Are you throwing in tempo, in rhythm, Um to, to get your playmakers the ball. So there's there's a lot of ways you could use that I word. Keep, that I keep going back offense. to your first series uh, in the preseason in your rookie year. You got out there in a two-minute situation, and you, you looked so comfortable. That, that's kind of your thing. We'll pick it up when we come back from break. Mitch Trubisky, our guest here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. The Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lawrence Greeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night at 10.35 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, Mitch Trubisky, you want to pick it up out of this segment? And we finished up talking about it. Remember that series right before half? Yeah. I mean... That's that's what you love seeing, you know, the confidence right away at the line of scrimmage. Boom, get your get your ball to the playmakers and exploit matchups. Right. The tempo with the type of talent you have, though. I mean, I you mean, you know, yeah. it, it, it's interesting because we think of last year when Allen Robinson got here and he's recovering from a knee injury, and it's hard to develop great timing and tempo when a guy is, you know, recovering from an injury. Allen Robinson should, should be better, faster, or more of a weapon faster because you guys have had a complete offseason to work and you're going to training camp healthy. So, I mean, can you just talk about he what he means to the offense, what uh, what he means to the rest of the offense, not only his performance? Yeah, for sure. Um Allen's an incredible talent, um, and when he when he's on the field and we, when he's at his best, he can't be covered one on one. So defenses have to pay more attention to that. They have to double team him, uh, zone his side, and and find ways to um, to take the ball out of his hands. And as an offense, we're going to find as many as many ways as we can to get him the ball, uh, get into the one on one opportunities, uh, get him down the field, and, and and let him run the routes that he feels best at. And just being able to develop a lot more chemistry throwing this offseason and um, um, going back through the timing, him having a full offseason, being healthy, and he's looking great, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do right from the jump, but he's definitely going to be a big-time target for us. In, in Decatur, Matt said that your ability now to read the rotation of the safeties throughout your snap count at, and at the line of scrimmage, is, is something like that super helpful to a quarterback to kind of make a decision of where the ball is going to go no matter how they're moving or you have a better indicator because now you understand what their movement means? Yeah, definitely. you got to try to anticipate what the defense is doing so you're you're a step ahead of them, not a step behind. Um, and throughout the offseason, I think we have some of the two of the best safeties, uh, HaHa and Eddie, who are the best at disguising and, and showing you one thing but doing another. And there were times throughout practice they got us, but throughout film study and, and seeing a lot of different looks in the offseason, I think it helped us progress as an offense, and it definitely helped me as a quarterback um, just to stay ahead of defense and have an answer to go with the ball when 
when when you start to see rotation or when you see start to see them go back to a to a too high shell set um and the name of the game is finding completions and just getting the ball to your playmakers and, and getting it into their hands. And the, the, the quicker you're able to ID defenses, um, the, the easier it is for, for me to get out of my hands and make plays and, and make sure it's getting to them. We talked to you about this at the 100 celebration, but the, the final drive in the playoff that when you and he, Allen were just in sync, you get that, that was what everybody wants to see from a, from a great quarterback is that drive, put yourself in a position to win. It almost probably felt to you like, okay, it would be great to just pick up where we left off from that moment, right, as, as a quarterback. You guys probably were frustrated the season ended that, obviously, because it ended, but that you couldn't play another 16 games with that kind of momentum from that drive. How big was that drive to you? Yeah, it was big, and I think not only that drive, but there were a lot of drives throughout the season where we just felt like it was an offense, like we could not be stopped, and um, that's where the consistency part of it comes in to where we want to feel like that every time we take the field on every single drive, and how can you duplicate that feeling and that tempo of offense um, every single time you're out in the field because I think that's when you become a really, really dangerous offense and the defense does not have any answers. But that was just one of those drives to where um, our backs were against the wall and we had to make the plays, and, and we did. And everybody was on the same page. Nobody blinked. Uh, nobody was worried about what we had to do. We just marched right down the fields, and and the plays were made because we, we believed in it and, and we trusted our preparation. And, and we made the same plays we made in practice. So that's what it's going to come down to, just putting in a lot of work, um, making the plays at practice and then translating it to the game and when you get those opportunities to, to just allow yourself to shine. But um, in the grand scheme of things, you want to have more drives just like that to be a more consistent, more explosive, um, dominant offense. So I think, uh, I mean, in all the statistical categories looking back, we're around the, the middle, top half, better uh, in the NFL, but we, we we really like to be like a top five offense, just like our defense is top five. I think that's where you see the dominant teams and um, stat, stats don't tell the whole picture, but I think they could they, they can show what areas we need to improve in, and that's just staying on the field, um, converting third downs, and, and obviously scoring more points. And um, that drive was great, but we had a lot of opportunities throughout that game that we, we could have been better, and we left points out on the field and that's where we need to take the next step as an offense and I think that's where we picked back up in the off season. Um we'd like to pick back up like you said with that momentum but you can't you just got to go back to work and um and pick back up with that just are you going to embrace the everyday grind uh, and, and the challenges that you need to do to to get better every single day you know it was fun for us at the 100 year celebration for you to see you get uh, introduced to mcmahon on stage and giving you the headband and the sunglasses and everything but then you had a chance to meet generations of ex-players throughout bears history was there any one common question or any common theme that when guys of the past had a chance to be introduced or meet you, was there any one topic that they brought up or was it all over the board of football and ex-Chicago Bears? Yeah, a lot of the guys, I think just being in that room, we all realized like how special it was to be a Chicago Bear. And the theme was just just enjoy your time because it goes fast and it's a special opportunity to play in Chicago. That was the overall theme. And you could, you could see the, how genuine and how excited everybody was to be back together. And we were just happy to be part of it.
Did the momentum of the season kind of blow you away when you went to away stadiums and you saw that lower bowl become filled with Chicago Bears fans? Because, you know, being around the team now for almost 40 years or 30 whatever years, it inspires me when I see the away stadium being filled with orange and blue jerseys scattered all throughout. I mean, that's got to be cool for the momentum of an active player to hear it from the stands and to see it, you know, after that 100-year celebration because it kind of gives you a little bit of understanding, okay, this is why it's special to these guys that are in their 80s, 70s, 60s, and so on, and why it's special for you guys that are active players. Yeah, it's 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 a big-time it, – it, it's it's special to play in Chicago and we've realized that having the year we did last year, seeing all the fans come out and I've realized bear fans are everywhere, like across the country, wherever you go, you will run into a bears fan. And that's how it kind of is. After a winning season, you walk around town or you see people downtown Chicago and everybody's wearing uh, blue and orange. They got bears gear on They're They're proud of this team. And that's what exactly you want uh, as a player. You want the fans to be proud of the product you're putting out on the field. Cause we put everything we have into, this blood sweat and tears and for them to to be behind us and support this team um it means a lot to us and to see them come out to the games and and take over those stadiums at away stadiums it it just gives us the drive and momentum we need um to finish games and um we're definitely proud to play here in chicago and we're proud to play for the best fans and we just want them to be proud of us in return do you feel good when you go downtown and you're part of the fabric of the city now you're going to cubs games you're going to white Sox. you're having fun with the fellas you're i don't know if you go out much downtown at all with the fellas or your girlfriend or whatever i mean is it is it fun to be mitch trubisky right now yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, there's a certain responsibility, and yeah. I don't like to be out too much, but as much as I could be downtown with my guys or my family um, and really enjoy it, it's, it's a special city, and I think it's the city is definitely excited about the team as well. Mitch Trubisky, our guest here on Bears All Access on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Back with you at training camp here in Bourbon A at Olivet Nazarene University. Jeff Joniak, Tom Thayer, and Mitch Trubisky, the Bears' starting quarterback with us with Paul Zarang and Greg Miller. And good to have you along with us, everybody, as we kick off our training camp uh, part of the season. And, and, and you, I think, were on the first time last year. That was before we got to know Matt Nagy as a coach during practice on the field, and we quickly learned how competitive that man is. Super competitive. As a quarterback himself, I, I get it, but... Yeah. He's intense, man. Tell us, uh, did it even surprise you once the training camp hit how how intense he is and how competitive he is? He's, he's right up your alley. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, as players, uh, we feed off that energy and that passion, and every single drill is super competitive, and, and that's how it's built. And he wants to win, and you could feel that in the games where – yeah, he gets a little mad. He gets upset, and you feel that energy. You're like, all right, we need to turn this around. Uh, coach is in it. Let's get behind him, and, and let's start to make plays because um, he wants to win as bad as anybody. And if if your coach wants it more than the players, then you're in trouble. you got to have the players want it just as bad as your coach. So that's when you take the baton. Definitely. From him to do that. And And who did that for you guys? Jim? Everybody just did it. Yeah, I mean, we because our position coach was such a great player himself, he kind of like Matt Nagy, he's played quarterback before. He can explain the position and details to what he expects out of Mitch. The interesting thing about it for me would be 
what's the difference between Mark Helfrich and Matt Nagy? Because we know a little bit about Dave Ragone. We've watched Dave Ragone as a player and kind of understand he's kind of been around old school offense more than the new school stuff. And Helfrich and Matt have been around new school offense. How does how does Mark um, insert himself into the development of Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, he's he's very very smart. And do they work on the same tempo, Matt and Mark Helfrich? They they all work together, and there's no idea too crazy outside the box. That's it's a it's a cooperative. Everyone in the same direction, pulling together plays. Obviously, it's Coach Nagy, but. Helfrich and Ragone, or they have their input, and he respects that. And everyone's bringing different ideas to the table, and bringing ideas and stuff that worked in the past, and what they have in their background, and they're bringing to the table. Uh, Mark is really involved in the run game and and in the, the RPO stuff and stuff that's helped him in the past. And he brings amazing concepts to the past game, and um, they kind of just all bring it together, and it's kind of formed into Coach Nagy's offense. Um, but he's just super smart and he's a great teacher. The way he's able to like break things down and explain things to our guys out in the field, out in the meeting rooms, he just puts it in a way that's really understanding um, to the players where guys can pick up on it and that relates to them and then really, really hits their brain. So they're able to remember it and then just use it onto the field. Um, so all of our coaches are really like that. They're really great teachers and that's what you want out of your coaches, uh, someone who, who can teach uh, the game inside and out. And Helfrich is, he's brought so many great ideas, concept and plays that have helped us. And we kind of just like intertwine them into Nagy's grand scheme. So there's not like, it's not like health has his stuff. Nagy has his stuff and rags has his stuff. They're all in this together and they're all coming up with ways to how we can make this offense better. And they're just like mad scientists in the lab, just putting. Have stuff you together. thrown your two cents in too? Hopefully. <laughs> oh yeah, all, yeah. The, all the time. You have to because it's it's my offense as well, and he, and it's awesome to have coaches like that that want the quarterback to have ownership uh, of the plays of, and of the offense. So I'm always in there drawing stuff up as well, coming up with ideas and and counts, concepts and routes that I love to throw, and how we can put those together to make our offense even better, and 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 throw some new stuff in there as well. So it's there's no ego which is the best thing about it it's not like no that's if i didn't come up with this play like it can't go in they're not like that at all they're just great teachers great humans they're awesome people to be around it's so much fun to be in meetings with them just learning from them and there's so much knowledge uh um and and experience being around the game from so long in so many different directions it's it's a fun group to be around and they just have so much knowledge that is able to bring together and i think the best part about them is that they do do a great job of bringing it together and making it sure, making sure it fits our personnel and, and the type of people we have in offense. You know, in 1985, when Dick inserted William Perry into the backfield, it was kind of to get a little bit of a jab back at Bill Walsh and the 49ers. But we've seen what it's been able to contribute to the Bears, and it's kind of fun for all of us to see defensive personnel in the huddle and whatever they do. Are there defensive players that kind of come up to you and say, hey, Mitch, I can do this, you know, tell Nags about this, or 
do they sit there and tell Coach Nagy himself that, look, I, got, I have these offensive capabilities, give me a whirl? Yeah, definitely. I heard it a lot during the season um, last year, um, especially when red zone day rolls around because they, they don't want to be out like when we're in the right. middle of the field. They want to be close <laughs> to the red zone so they can score a touchdown. Um, and a lot of those plays we came up with last year were to honor the teams of the past. We had the handoff to uh, Akeem Hicks. Uh, to kind of the ice box. Yeah, he's the, the freezer. Yeah, and yeah. Perry was the fridge. Um, T formation. Yeah, was the awesome. T formation. Uh, Papa House, which is which a is doggone awesome. good football play. Yeah, it's it, a good football. It works. Play. Why it not works. keep it going? Yeah, it's uh, we got some good chunk yardage out of that. So, um, where are we at? But you, you, you oh, mean but you see Khalil? Players. You know, yes. you know the whole defensive yeah. crew up there in oh, in the red zone in plus territory. It's yeah, kind of cool. The defense, they're they're like, <laughs> oh, they can do everything. They'll be like, hey, you know what? Why don't you guys just sit down? Like Prince will come in, he'll want to throw a pass. Eddie will want to run a route. Like Khalil's like, yeah, put me in the backfield. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, they they all want to get. Um, an opportunity to score a touchdown, and Coach Nagy's he's like, all right, draw it up. Like he's like, let's see what you got. And uh, no idea is is outside the box or too crazy, and, and it's a lot of fun to see. And I think it just has helped bought into this defense um, that like it's it's not just offense and defense. Like we're a team, we intertwine, we're in this together, and I think it just brings us closer overall. But you definitely have those guys coming up to you on a, on a daily basis saying, hey, let me get this uh, playing. I, I could do this. A lot of fun. It creates yeah. a certain sense of camaraderie and it Definitely. breaks up the monotony of just having exactly. the same offensive guys in there. Exactly. Yeah, you know, the, the, you can't replicate, obviously, uh, every season because there are new people and new circumstances and new, but, boy, if you could bottle up what that fun was like. Forget about performance for just a minute, but the fun that you guys have playing, practicing, the personalities and like we've seen and, and you know defensive players you're friends with you you know I've been in locker rooms and covering this team over the years were times when the, the two sides they just didn't mix this team mixes <coughs> that's where the special comes in right right, right. I, I mean that's a that's a huge point and that's something I tell people all this all the time like aside from like the wins the success we had last year like Last year in the football season was the most fun I ever had playing football. And to say that at this level right. with all the pressure and expectations on the outside and just put that aside, like we had so much fun, like every day coming to work, being around each other, winning games is obviously part of it, but it was so much fun. Analytics, it's the hot thing in all sports, uh, even in business right now. How much are you into it? Do you listen to some of the analytical research being done in the, the front office and with your staff and how it trickles down to you as a player. Yeah, I think it's, it. I think it's important. Um, cause stats analytics, they could show, um, they could show the picture, but not always show the, the big picture or necessarily, um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't show exactly what you want to see or progress or failure. Um, but I think it is important, and I definitely look at the analytics that we collect inside the building. Uh, I don't pay attention to anything on the outside. So you'll see stats that um, these other companies or I don't know, there's a bunch of yeah, outside I mean, that they come a bunch up with. Yeah. Um, and I don't really pay attention to that or, or what they come up with because you don't know how they're looking at it, what they're, what the, how they're grading it, or how they view our plays. They don't even know what my Simons. job is yeah. or assignment is on every single play, yet you're grading uh, what we're doing and how we're doing it. Um, but yeah, that's stuff that goes on the outside. So I'm not worried about that. But if they bring something to me, that's like, Hey, this is, this is the number we're at. 
and that's not good enough this is what we need to be at yeah totally i'll buy into it and um and and see ways to get better and you're always trying to track progress and what you need to get better at and i think sometimes numbers and and analytics is the best way to to keep track of that because sometimes illustrative you, you just get lost in monotony um like, like tom says like you you just gotta yeah it's illustrative it shows the picture it shows okay we got better from here to here we're we're better in yardage we're better in scoring and, and stuff like that and this is what's going to help you be a better quarterback and help us win more games and we'll look at that and, and go with it but at the end of the day it's are you doing your job every single play you know mitch trubisky next segment we'll get into your madden rating i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know anything about it but i've heard a lot of come yeah he's not on social no. media never will be so he nice. hears things you know like oh, three days awesome. later you know yeah it's awesome it, it is both, i wish yeah. i was right where with him that's mitch trubisky tom there jeff joniak we're with you on bears all access on chicago sports radio 670 the score Back with you on Bears All Access here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 Score. Our final moments with Mitch Trubisky kind enough to give us an hour here of football conversation. We really could talk to you for three or four hours because your knowledge and your input and your charisma and the way you answer questions is maybe uh, we breath get, of fresh air. Maybe we can get them back the week leading up to Super Bowl. You know, since yeah. I have the two weeks, so we'll do that all access and the two weeks before. Well, and then. you know, that's everybody's goal, obviously. It doesn't even need to be stated. But I thought it was interesting. Uh, Tom, I don't know if you saw his news conference with the media when they came in here earlier today. Uh, they got their goals. You guys know what you want to accomplish, but it's private matter. It's, this is, is going to be kept in-house. This is... This this is what I feel about this team, Mitch, and you tell me if I'm on target or a little off base. But the energy that is in the in the in the locker room and what it, and it takes to the football field is all genuine. Everything's organic. There's nothing that's manufactured, which makes it more real for everybody. These are, you guys, when you were drafted, especially your class, that kind of set the tone for where we're at right now. You guys wanted to be the changers, the culture changers. There's so much about culture. That is the answer. I think it's actually the answer to getting things done here the right way. And that feeds the beast, so to speak. Do I have it right? Yeah, exactly. That is ex- exactly right. Everything we're doing here is is real. And we like to keep things in-house. It's There's a certain business approach, but we're having really, really fun while we're doing it. But you know what? I just to say one thing because I talked, I asked Coach Nagy a lot of times about the roller coaster schedule, and he says that's a reflection of success. And he said Andy Reid taught him if you have every game that starts at noon, you're you're not the team they want to put you on in a national scope. When you talk about starting the season on the Thursday night, you talk about a Monday night game right after that, another Sunday night game. That is kind of a reflection of where the team wants to be. They want to have that schedule. Well, you live that life. Right. Well, but uh, how did you handle it? It was awesome because it meant we were a good team. It, we, you, as a young guy, you don't think about where you're playing. You just think about winning the game. But the reason you're all over the place is because you're a good team and they want to recognize you on a national scope. And I think that is a reward to the team for being good but it's also the result of being a good team. Yeah, and the other aspect of it is this is a team of big personalities. And every time I've covered the Super Bowl, the last uh, 23 years I've covered these Super Bowls, and you spend a week with these guys, and that's not enough to get a true indication, but they get to show off a little bit at the podium, whatever, is the charisma, the swag, and the personalities pop. The Bears have a lot of that right now. Who are some of them that maybe are ready to emerge 
we at got, a different level. We, we know Tariq and Eddie. Tariq, Eddie, guys in my class. Um, we have a very charismatic offensive line, but like they like to keep it in house. They're very like they're very a close knit group. They got their inside jokes. They got their group chat. They got the things <laughs> they do on in their meeting, and they they. They say and do things that only they understand, and none of the outside world world really knows it. But like that's part of the tight knit group. The guys in the offensive line, Kyle Long, um, James. You guys might not have ever heard him talk. He is hilarious. But See, you I, only I would not have known. Yeah, that. you only know those things like being around him. Um, the running backs are great. The receiver room probably has the most charisma. Of course, the uh, Anthony Miller. Um, Cordell Patterson and Taylor Gabriel, like these guys are just hilarious, great people to be around. Obviously, they always think they're open and um, get me the ball and it's fun stuff like that. But they keep every day coming to work. They keep it fun. And then you have the guys on defense, Danny Trevathan, Akeem Hicks, uh, uh, Prince and Mukamara. Like these guys are characters. I think Roquan's just, well, rated you know what? Roquan, you know, right? Roquan, Roquan, Leonard, and Khalil, they're kind of introverted at the podium. And Danny Trevathan, he's got a really fun tempo and yes. he, he speaks a lot of all of his experiences. And I think that more exposure that Roquan gets – the more people are going to be exposed to his personality. And I, I think he's a guy that's on the verge of having a lot of fun in his football life. We all have, we all have our roles. We all have our personalities. And I think the most important thing is we all, we're all real and genuine about it. We're not here. We're not out here trying to be somebody. We're not, we're not trying to, uh, go outside the box or we're just all ourselves and we all fit into this like family and you have everybody who who does their job and has their role within this family and um it's like you said it's not offense and defense it's it's the chicago bears we're a team we're a family offense defense special teams we're all in one we have each other's backs and every day coming to work is just a great opportunity to have fun be around these guys and uh, and go to work and work for that ultimate end goal, um, uh, which, which is to play in that Super Bowl. But we also realize that it's not just going to happen. It's it's going to be an everyday grind. And what are you taking advantage of the day in front of you and the opportunities you have today to get better, to give ourselves that opportunity in the long run? And it's just the people we have in this building, everybody has a purpose, a reason why they're here to be a part of this team, to be a part of this culture. And I think everyone's bought into that. And everyone everyone loves being here, right. as, as, and I'll tell as you far as thing. I know. I think one of the most difficult things to do in any walk of life, whatever your career is, especially one that's high-pressured or performance-based, you're on a stage, so to speak. Tom and I, no different. It's performance is living in the moment. And I thought it was interesting that Taylor Gabriel has been in yeah. your ear about living in the moment this year because – Everybody senses something special brewing, obviously. Yeah. You guys were knocking on that door already last year. Uh, is that easy for you to do, or is this going to also have to be a trained m- move in that direction to live in the moment? You, you like what he had to say about yeah, that? Yeah, I loved it because we, like, we really enjoyed last year, but I think it's like anything else in life. You can, you can do it a little bit more. You can work a little bit harder. You can um, have extra meetings. You can get extra routes after practice. I think we can keep, keep an open mind and have perspective about how special this is that we get to do it on an everyday basis and just really enjoy every opportunity a little bit more because last year we had so much fun and we know this, this year is going to be, um, even more fun. So 
well, why don't we take a step back every once in a while and be like, wow, this is, this is really special. Let's live in the moment. Let's enjoy it. And even if it's just like something as small as a meeting or, or getting together at lunch, um, or a conversation with Jeff and Tom for an hour. Exactly. <laughs> and okay. I think just going back to the Bears 100, it, it kind of showed us that because those guys, we realized how special it was that all they all they talk about is like, it, it's never going to be how it is right now. So no. make sure you enjoy it. You have to enjoy the opportunity you have and realize how special it is. And if you do it now, you're able to enjoy it now uh, more than you will later. And I think that's where... Uh, everything starts and uh, it's it, it's the best time of year and we're happy to be back here and we're just all like super excited and they're it's hungry like you guys are hungry excited. good luck yeah, have a great time great season and thank you so much for your time Appreciate here today it. Thank i know you. you're busy much. for tom thayer mitch trubisky i'm jeff joniak thanks for listening everybody thanks to paul zarang and greg miller and the guys back in the studio this is chicago sports radio 670 the score Thanks for listening to this Chicago Bears Network presentation of Bears All Access. Podcasts are available on ChicagoBears.com and on iTunes or download the official Bears mobile app. Bears All Access has been brought to you by IGS Energy and sponsored by CDW, Athletico Physical Therapy, and Ford.